Live from the heart of Lincoln, America. Welcome to Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome to Speed and Power on 93.7 The Ticket. I'm your host, Megan Walker. And joining me tonight, we have got Austin on the board. And our special guest, who is having some issues figuring out how the headphones work, a two-time D3 first-team All-American track star. We are very grateful he decided to make the decision to transfer to Nebraska. The one and only Tyrell Pierce. Tyrell, thank you so much for coming on tonight. Thanks for having me. Yes, we're very blessed to have you here. But shout out to Layton's Pub for always giving us the best food. They We can never go wrong with Layton's Pub. Austin, have you had Layton's Pub before? Uh, no, you're too busy giving it to Harrison to share any with me. That's so true. It's just too It's too good. Tyrell, have you ever had Layton's Pub? I've never had. This will be my first time. You are going to be very happy with it. You can never go wrong. Great people and great food. So thank you to Layton's Pub. But tonight we have got a good show. Tyrell, <laughs> You are you're just something else. Tell us where you're from and what events you do, because you are a track athlete, correct? Yes, that is correct. So um, I'm born and raised in Florida, and then from middle school to high school, I was in Alabama. Very nice. Yeah. And what events do you do? My main events is the 400, but every now and then I probably do the 200. 200. Are you a 4x4 kind of guy? Of course, all the time. What leg are you? Uh, Anchor. Anchor. Oh, very important part. So you came from Knox College and you are now in Nebraska, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how was that transition coming from a D3 college to a D1? Um, It was kind of like nerve-wracking a little bit. I was pretty nervous at first, but um, once I got settled in and started training over the fall, it, it kind of got better. Um, I don't know. It's kind of like that sense of urgency. It's like, okay, like my back is my back is against the wall, and then like I have like a little pressure against me, but it's like ever since training with Coach e and like the other sprinters, it's been pretty good so far. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And we had our Halloween relays today, which is where all of us dress up in costumes and we have to do a four by four, which is sounds extremely fun. But how was your first Halloween relays, Tyrell? Um, it, was, it was it was pretty fun. Um, I enjoyed the costumes of like the other teammates was wearing. Mm-hmm. Um, the four by four was pretty fun. I love watching the sack races that the jumpers <laughs> did. It was it was a pretty cool environment. Uh, it was something that I was really looking forward to. And it was pretty cool. Did you ever do anything like that at D3? No. Uh, so during the fall, I was playing football at my old school. So like I was in football at the time. So, what yeah. football position do you play? Receiver. They used to call me Waffle House. Waffle House. Yeah. Elaborate on how you got that nickname. So it's like uh, it started in high school. Mm-hmm. And so like we was doing the 707 in high school. And like one of my teammates was like, bro, you're like Waffle House. And I didn't I didn't really get it at first. But he was like, Waffle House is open 24 seven. Oh, my God. I was playing receiver. So I was like. <laughs> It really didn't stick to me at first, but then over time, like, people started calling me, like, every day. So then I was like, dang, all right, I'm going to just stick with it. That and is then, such a unique name. Yeah. I love that. That's crazy. I'm going to start calling you that from now on. Do you have That's, any other nicknames? No, nah, just Waffle House. Just Waffle House? Yeah, some people might call me, like, Ty or Ty Ty or something like that, but mm-hmm. Waffle House the one. Does anyone call you Waffle House here? No. Uh, <laughs> uh, at my old school... I would, like, tell people, like, Waffle House, but, like, now that I'm not playing football anymore, it's like, okay, there's no point. We're going to get that back going. You think so? I, I'm going to try. Okay. That'd be fun. That'd be, that'd <laughs> Megan's be cool. an influencer. You know that, right? Yeah. She, has, she, has, what? she has power. I have a ton of power, so I can make anything happen. <laughs> okay, that'd be cool. <laughs> Everyone listening, this is Waffle House. I don't know any other name for yep. you. <laughs> That's crazy. Outside of football and track, do you have anything else that you like to participate in or any hobbies? Uh, I love playing basketball. Uh, basketball was my first love for sports. Uh, I could I could hoop any day, <laughs> any day. Like if there's a hoop session, I would definitely hoop any day. 
Um, and I love another hobby will probably be I love writing and like looking at art. Dang. Most definitely. So like an art gallery, like that's your thing? Yes. I love that. That's crazy. But you're just kind of like a every sport kind of guy, aren't you? Yeah. Uh, baseball, fourth hitter. You know what that means. Cleanup crew. <laughs> Basketball, all day. Football, track. It don't matter. Any sport, I'll do it. So why did you go to college for track? Um, <clears throat> so coming out of high school, I really wanted to play football. Like track was just something that I did in high school because somebody said I was slow. So I was like, okay, whatever. And then eventually all my scholarships I was getting out of high school was football. And then Knox College just happened to say, like, we'll give you football and track. And so I was like, okay, I'll take that opportunity to play both sports. And that's what I like about D3. At the D3 level, you can really have the – it's really easy to play both sports at the D3 level. So mm -hmm. that's where that's where the football and track thing came from. So then you dropped football just to come run track at Nebraska. Yeah, so um, I had a lot of, like, injuries with football. And, but somehow I still kept progressing with track. So my dad was like, all right, you might want to draw football and just focus on track full time just to see, like, what is your full potential? Because, like, I will always, like, come in late for training because of football and, like, have my football weight. So it's like, okay, let's see what can I do with track if I train for a whole year. So, so were your parents pushing for one sport over the other besides when you started to get injuries? Um, they didn't start pushing for it until – we had that talk about the transfer portal during my last season at my old school. So, but they was all for it for football and track. Mm -hmm. Were your parents pretty supportive of you throughout college and high school? Um, mostly my dad. Mostly, mostly dad. my dad. That's super sure. sweet. So, if you could give the most credit to one person throughout your entire collegiate career, high school career, who would it be? Oh, that's tough. Uh, could be a coach. Could be a parent. It's the could be Megan. Could be Megan, exactly. <laughs> uh, it'll be a tie. Uh, definitely my dad, for sure, and my old uh, track and field coach, um, Coach Wolf. That's super school. sweet. Oh, that's super sweet. I'm yeah. sad that I'm not on there, but maybe one day. Yeah, maybe yeah. one day. You're close. You're close. I'm close on the bar, but hey, we'll get better. I can always get better. So, at Nebraska, what do you think of the team aspect? Is it different than it is at D3? Like, it's definitely a higher league, correct? Yes. Uh. At my D3 school, we probably had, like, 25 people in total. Dang. Men's and women. That's crazy. Like, like every, like, throwers, jumpers, sprinters, 25 in total. And so, like, here it was, like, pushing 120. Mm -hmm. So, it's, like, I really don't even know, like, all the people on the team yet. So, like, I'm still trying to get there. But it's, like, it's a way different, like, aspect, different energy. And then, like, it's just, it's just a different vibe. Mm -hmm. What have you learned about yourself from coming from D3 to D1? Um, anything is possible. I, f I feel like if you really put your mind into something and really have like that faith, you can really accomplish anything. So, mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. What would you say your strengths are as an athlete? My mentality. Like I have that mama mentality. Like I <laughs> hate losing. Mm -hmm. Like no matter what I'm doing, we could be doing block starts. Knowing my block starts, my weakness, I'm going to like figure out a way to win. Like I hate losing. Uh. My mentality definitely, like, got me where I'm at, for sure, 100%. And you said your block starts are your weakness. Do you have anything else? Uh, Just my block start. Just your block start? Just my block start. Hey, that's not bad. So when you're working on, like, getting better at something, are you going to work on your weaknesses or your strengths? Mm, it's kind of like finding that balance of both. Um, I try not to, to focus too much on my strength or neither too much on my weakness. 
I just trying to like just find that fine balance to where like it's like okay, I could put a little bit of my weakness, but still make sure my strength is at where it needs to be. Mm-hmm. That's good. I like that you have a very strong mentality because I feel like as an athlete, like that's one of the hardest areas to like be very wise and strong in. Yeah, especially running the four hundred meter. That's like eighty percent mental and like twenty percent just speed. Just speed. Do you have a specific way you run a four hundred? Um, in high school, I used to try to like go all out. Mm-hmm. That really didn't do so good. And then when I finally got to college and really like started learning about technique and stuff, um, I basically my coach basically just taught me like push out, keep your form, and then. At some point at the 200 meter mark, try to like reaccelerate, and that last 100, that last 100 meter is basically just pray, <laughs> just pray, <laughs> yeah, just just hope that you can get it done. And so, that's crazy. Are you excited for the season this year? Yes, I I honestly can't wait. Like, I'm not used to like doing like this is my first time having a fall training, so like I'm really excited to see like what can I pull off as far as like time wise. Mm-hmm. Is the training different than it was at D3? Um. A little bit. Uh, we kind of do the same things like at the D three level as we doing now. The only difference is, is like at some point, like some of the training that we do, like I'm losing reps because yeah. like there's other people faster than me now. So it's like uh, I'm not kind of I'm not used to that. But it's like at some point, it's like okay, like this is what I need in order to like get better. Mm-hmm. So like for me to be in a position with other people that are like pushing me is like definitely much needed. I feel like that's the hardest thing, like coming from high school and like you're the best and then you go to college and it's like, oh my gosh, like there are people that are actually faster than me. Like that just like hits on like your mentality. It's just like, what the heck? It does. But what are your goals that you have for this season, either indoor or outdoor? Um, One of my top goals is to break the 400 meter score record. You're going to be Garrett? Yeah, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one, but one of us got to get it and it's going to be me, <laughs> but like I want to break the indoor and the outdoor um, I definitely want to go back to back. I know the team want Big Tens outdoors, so like I definitely want to be a part of that. So those are my top goals for sure. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Well, I can't wait to see the rivalry between you and Garrett Kaland. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good one. It is. Put you guys on a four by four. It's gonna be a rocking four by four. <laughs> but no, Nebraska has a great team this year, and I hope that we all have a Big Ten championship. That'd be nice if women and men's had indoor and outdoor. That would be so cool. That'd be like so, so amazing. Wow, that'd be. I don't know if that ever been done where both like men's and women winning at the same time for conferences. This year. This year, Waffle House. This year. It'd be nice. <laughs> Everybody get a ring. Everybody gets a Everybody ring. Get a ring. We're gonna manifest it. Here to here, folks. Nebraska tracks winning big tens. Oh, crazy. Okay, so like thinking about season starting, thinking about meets, does that make you nervous at all? Because like we have a track meet in December. So what's yes. going through your head thinking about that? Um, I try to not think too much about it. Uh, I know I used to be like, I used to have really bad anxiety at my old school, like going into meets and like that would really affect my performance on the track. And so like, I've really like over time, I learned just to like, just like find ways to like calm myself down. I meditate here and there, like before I track me, I try to like visualize myself running before I actually do it. And so like, for me this year, I just like, I have so much confidence and like the training that I'm going through so far, so like I'm honestly like just like ready for the season. Like I'm ready to get started. Mm-hmm. Like and having the opportunity to like compete with D1 runners like at every meet now, like it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun for sure. <laughs> you said meditation. What does that look like for you? 
um at some point at a track meet i'll find somewhere to like just isolate myself from everything and like just like visualize everything that i'm about to do before i actually do it and i like to like read some bible scriptures before i like get going and just put myself in like a peaceful mind state i love that i love that everyone has a unique way of how they prepare for that do you have a favorite bible verse that you like to look into before you run um, I actually got it on my wrist right here. Um, Jeremiah 29, verse 11. It's probably one of my favorites. Uh, for I know the plans I have for you. So that's, I try to like, like keep that cemented in my head because like it may not go the way I want it, but at some point, you know, like God already has it written for me. So like, even if it's not going the way I want it, you know, I just have to like, remember like, this is not my journey like he has it for me and so i just got to keep myself like at a positive mindset at all times that was really good oh that was so motivating i love that that was cute but so like when you have a horrible race or like it didn't go the way you wanted that's what your mind kind of goes to it's like you just go to that verse yeah i used to beat myself up all the time if i didn't pr Mm. all the time and it was like it was really putting me like at a like a bad state like i was saying like rock bottom if i didn't pr and stuff like that and that wasn't really good for like what I was going through and so at some point I kind of just like refreshed my mind I was like all right like he already has the plans for me whether it's good or bad everything happens for a reason Mm -hmm. and you know I just got to stay positive yeah that comfort's a good thing and like understanding all of that do you have like a pre-meet like meal you eat or like the night before like what's your routine like for meat day on meat day meat day okay um first thing I do when I wake up I eat two oranges Two oranges. I, I don't know why. Not three, not one, but two. Like ha- cuties or like big oranges? Like cuties. Like it has, like cuties to, it has to be two. It has to be two. Okay. And then, all right, once I get to the track meet, I probably say like an hour or two hours before it's time for me to run, I would snack on fruit snacks. Three to four, depending on how I'm feeling. Three I think I saw you eating some today. It's yeah. like you're... I don't know. It's something about fruit snacks. <laughs> <laughs> like Coach E honestly was like trying to get me to stop eating fruit snacks, but... It's hard. It's something that I can't do. And so, like, two oranges, fruit snacks, and, like, I'll just, like, constantly drink water or Gatorade, and I'm ready to go. Like, I can't eat a four-course meal or something too big because then, I don't know, my stomach going to start hurting. So, like, sleep, do you get, like, eight and a half hours of sleep before the meet? Or, like, what is your, like, what rules do you have set in place? Or are you kind of just like, oh, I'm going to go to bed whenever, wake up whenever I need to? See, at the D3 level, I was going to sleep whenever, like, I wanted because I, I just knew at the meet I was going to win. Oh, my goodness. And so, like, I don't know what it was, but, like, but I was trying to make sure I get eight, eight hours of sleep every time. Like, but sometimes I just couldn't do it. This is D1, baby. You got to gotta be getting, like, eight and a half hours now. Yeah, my mindset definitely, like, switched instantly once I got here. Like, okay, like, I need to make sure I sleep, 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 like, get a lot of sleep. That's so crazy. I can't believe the fact that, like, you only eat, like, so little on a track meet. Like, I understand, like, the nervousness, like, the, like, oh, my gosh, like, I can't eat anything. I'm going to throw up. But, like, that's crazy. Yeah, I remember one time we had a meet. It was at Iowa, and my coach took me out to, like, get actual food at a buffet, and it was like, I can't do it. Like, I just ate eggs, and that's it. Like, I needed my oranges and my fruit mm-hmm. snacks. Like, I couldn't do it, but. That's crazy. Post-meet, like, what are you doing? What's your go-to eat? Oh, post-meet is... <sighs> All right, that's when, you know, that's when I really get to eating. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm a big Chick-fil-A guy. So, like, right after you ran, you're just like, oh, I want Chick-fil-A. Heavy on it. like Heavy on it. Large milkshake. 
Ooh. Number one. You know, it's just the number one meal, chicken sandwich, large fry. Hits every time. That's so, I love that. No, food always tastes way better after a track meet. And if you performed well. Yeah, it's even better, like 10 times yeah. better. If you didn't perform well, you don't really deserve to like Ugh. eat it all. But <laughs> that's crazy. What does your diet look like outside of like meat day? Like what did you eat today, for example? Um, So actually I'm like 100 and like, I'm pushing 195. Yeah, I know. I We weighed and, this morning. <laughs> yep, I know. And so like, I really want to like tone that down a little bit because I feel like I'm running heavy on the track and so i just want to see like what what i can do if i'm like at 185 and so like lately i just been trying to cut down on a lot of meat um more vegetables more fruits uh i try to like put less on my plate not try to overdo it try to stop myself from like getting seconds it's kind of hard but like i'm working on it do you have, like a sweet tooth or like do you like chips i don't know like do you like that kind of like snacky like unhealthy food kind of stuff um i've gotten better uh, I used to be like since a, when? Since I got here. Okay. Since I got here, like every week it was like I gotta get a Debbie cake. Like I, I just need a Debbie cake or something like a honey bun or something. But now it's like, I don't, I don't go for it. Like it just, I don't know. I cringe when I look at Debbie cakes now or stuff like that. Like progress, progress. That's crazy. Did you track your calories at all? No, but I need to start doing that. Somebody told me I need to do it, so I'm gonna start doing that for sure. Yeah, I think that's a good thing. I need to start doing that as well. I'm trying to cut some weight too. I feel like the lighter you are like the faster you're going to be yeah That's just especially if you could like maintain like that power mm. from like lifting weights and stuff but yeah. i feel the same like i feel like if i can get down to 185 i could probably like go two seconds faster literally sure. waffle house and i are <laughs> on a weight loss journey you want to take a first break of the show yes let's do it let's do it back with more speed and power just a minute here back to the ticket weeknights on 93.7 the ticket and the ticket Welcome back to Speed and Power. I'm your host, Megan Walker, and I am joined by Austin on the board and the one and only Tyrell Pierce, a.k.a. Waffle House. Open 24-7. I don't know if that's a good thing to be remembered by. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I'm open 24-7. Like, See, that's why it was more like a football nickname because, like, people knew I played receiver, so it's like... Yeah, that's not very track-related. We need to find you another one for track-related. Yeah, we'll think about it. But since we got you here and you're new to the D1 life, let's go back to your D3 life. Like, let's talk about that a little bit. So that was three years of your college, two years of your college life? Two and a half. Two and a half. <laughs> what point did you know that you wanted to transfer? Um, My very last season as a not college athlete, Uh, my whole mindset going through that was like, in the beginning of the season, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to do all four years at Nas. And then as the season progressed, Things started to happen, and, like, times were getting faster. So it was, like, that thought of, like, what if came into the uh, mindset. And so my coach started talking about it. My dad started talking about it. And so it was, like, okay, let's just test the water and see what happens. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Are you happy that you took that step? Um, Most definitely. Um, When you're at the D3 level, the resources are not, like, similar to how it is at the D1 level. And so, like. Here it's like when I first when I took my visit here, I was like really shocked about the things that I saw in the facilities and stuff. And so, you know, I feel like that's just an extra step that can help me like reach my full potential. Mm-hmm. Even like the gear, like I don't know if you've gotten a coat yet, but the coats here are really nice. Yeah, we definitely didn't get that at my old school. Yeah, that's crazy. What was one of your favorite things about your old school? <sighs> uh, I think because the team were like so small. Like, everybody on the team really just clicked right away. Like, 
we all knew each other and we just vibed differently mm-hmm. even though it was like only 20 25 of us but it was fun though mm-hmm. yeah well you'll get that here in nebraska i feel like the longer time you're here the more relationships the more connections you make but yeah we have a great team here so i think you're gonna love it the more you are here but thinking back so knox college when someone asks you about knox college what are you gonna tell them like what does it remind you of gosh that's a good question it reminds me knox college reminds me of it's like a smaller I told people Knox College is like a smaller version of University of Nebraska without all the like fancy looking stuff. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like, you know, there's this thing called Nebraska Nice. And so like at Knox College, it was in Galesburg, Illinois. And I just felt like everybody there was nice too. So it's like, it kind of like, it wasn't like no major differences mm-hmm. for sure. So you just feel like you're at a bigger Knox College? Way bigger. Way bigger. Way you bigger. You upgraded. Congratulations. Knox College was like 1,100 students. That's insane. I don't even know how many Nebraska is, but it's not that. <laughs> That's crazy. What's one of your favorite track memories you've had at Knox College? Um, Our outdoor conference meet. Um, A week before our conference meet, my coach sent me a picture, and it was like the – so we was in the Midwest Conference, and it was a picture of all the Midwest Conference all-time records. And the 400 was like 46.7. And so he was like, okay, you could really like break this record. And so he was like, so when we actually got there to the conference meet, it was bad weather. So he was like, okay, the plan is break the record on the on the first day, like in prelims, and then finals, just cruise through it. Mm-hmm. You know, any other meet, you want to get through prelims, but you don't want to like outdo it. And then you don't have no gas left for the finals. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I kind of, like, switched it and did it backwards. And so I just remember when prelims, I was like, okay, I'm going to, like, break this record. And when they shot the gun, I got out, like, really fast. And I was like, okay, I really got a shot. And I was, like, they had a really, like, big clock. So when I passed the finish line, I was kind of, like, looking at the clock as I, like, passed the finish line. I was like, holy crap, I did it. And then they had, like, a commentator at the top, and he was like, Tyrell Pierce just broke the Midwest Conference record. And it was, like, a pretty cool moment. Like, there was people from, like, other schools, like, congratulating me. And it was, like, pretty awesome. And then on day two, people thought I was going to, like, break it again. (laughs) But I had no gas in the tank. I think I ran slower than I did the first day. And, like, everybody had their phones out and stuff. And it was, like, uh, no. But, like, (laughs) it was pretty cool. It was a really dope moment. Would you say that's one of the moments you've been most proud of yourself? Uh, It's definitely up there. I think my most like proudest moment was like making it to nationals for the first time mm-hmm. even though i didn't qualify for finals but like just being there was like pretty dope mm-hmm. what was going through your head during that when you qualified for nationals um for me i was just happy to be there i was i was focused i was determined but like i was just so happy to be there like i kind of like just forgot everything that i was like worked like technique wise i just forgot everything and like i missed finals by like one spot like they took top nine and I came in 10th. Mm-hmm. So it was like, it was kind of disappointing. But like the fact that I was there and then it was like a teaching moment for me. And so like I was able to qualify for nationals, the Nets, indoor and outdoor. And I did way better. So it was definitely a teaching moment for me. I love that. What's the biggest thing you learned from D3? The biggest moment I learned from D3. Uh, I think because we don't have the resources, like, the D1 schools, you have to make 
sacrifices to get to where you want. If you don't make those sacrifices, you're gonna kind of you're kind of gonna be at the same level than what you were previous years. Mm-hmm. So like making sacrifices was definitely something that played a big part of me like getting to where I was at. That's amazing. Now look at you. You have like you're very blessed to be in Nebraska with everything that's provided to you. That's crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. Dang. Look at you. You're happy with your choice though, aren't you? Yeah, somebody would have told me, like, when I first committed to NOS, like, in two and a half years, you're going to be at a Power 5 school running track. I've been like, get out of here. Like, no, no way. That's crazy. It's crazy how things work out, so. Mm-hmm. Everything works out in the end, so we got to love it, right? Yep. Yes. That's awesome. Um, let's think of something. What's on your mind right now? What are you thinking about? Oh. I'm starting to hit that wall of like I had lift this morning. I had practiced just a little bit ago. I'm starting to hit yeah. that wall of bedtime. It's definitely been a long day for sure. But, mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Like, is the uh, lifting different than it was at D three than it is D one? Is it kind of similar stuff? Um, it's a little bit different. Um, we did we always did bench bench press at um at my old school, mm-hmm. and like we do a lot of dumbbell presses here. So that was a big transition, like. I haven't, we bench pressed probably like twice since I've been here, which is pretty crazy. We've bench pressed like four times. So you must be missing lift or something. Okay. Maybe like three, three, okay. Maybe it's probably like three, three or four, or four, but like we've yeah. been doing a lot of dumbbell presses, like dumbbell bench, bench press. That's valid. I'm not going to lie. Last year we like never did bench at all. And we never did like any arm stuff. Really? So that's why my, my arms are super big this year. Actually. I don't know if you notice they're like super strong. Hmm. Like they're bigger than yours. Yeah. They're, actually they. They actually are. Oh my gosh. Did you guys like hang clean, hex bar? What was kind of the major lifts that you guys did? We did a lot of power cleans. Okay. A lot of power mm-hmm. cleans, a lot of bench presses. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't really do a lot of like plyometrics that we do here. I feel like we do plyometrics almost every day after practice mm-hmm. and a lot of ab circuits. Like we wasn't doing a lot of ab circuits at my old school. We weren't doing a lot of abs last year. I'm not going to lie. It's kind of a new thing this year. Really? So like, so everybody's kind of like, transition into like abs every day like yeah that's insane i think it's good though i love it i feel like my core is definitely stronger and i'm very happy with all the things that our coaches are implementing into our training oh yeah most definitely but we weren't doing abs every day at my old school so like doing abs every day here is like wow you can never go wrong with abs though you can't you can't can't as much as i hate it you know it's how can you hate abs (sighs) see i don't hate it but to an extent at some point like when you do it every day and it's like, especially when we're doing like six minute core mm-hmm. and you get to like those last two minutes, it's, it's so hard to do them. So That's hard. funny. What is the worst ab workout you think? Bicycle holds. Bicycle holds? I love bicycle holds. I, I can't do it. Like, like what about it? It just hurts. Everything about it. Everything. The, the legs <laughs> to the, the hammies to the core, like everything about it just hurts. Like I don't even know who like came up with that that circuit. Oh my goodness. Like, that is crazy. I feel like V ups are pretty bad. Top three for sure. Top three for sure. Or like <laughs> flutter kicks. After could, you do like six inch holds. Those are the worst. <laughs> six inch holds to a flutter kick. Oh, I hate when they say that. That is Oh my goodness. That is terrible. But hey, we have super strong abs. That's what the Nebraska team is gonna be known for. Super strong yeah. abs and big ten champions. Most definitely. I'm gonna oh, have the strongest yeah. abs. Every time I come to a track meet. Exactly. With your fruit snacks and your oranges. I love it. (laughs) What is the hardest workout you had D3 and the hardest workout you've had at D1 so far? Mm. The hardest workout I have for D3 is my coach made me run a 500. 
Like just one. Just one. Oh, baby. You <laughs> are going to hate indoor season. <laughs> Wait, why you say that? Like, Oh, last year we did like, what was it? Like four or five hundreds? Four or five hundreds. Four or five hundreds. With like, I don't know, was it like a three minute break? That's crazy. You're going to love it. Wow. So one 500, that was your worst workout you've ever had? Yes. 100%. Oh, boy. What's <laughs> the worst one you've had at D1 so far? Uh, The most recent one, actually, it was like last Saturday. Uh, We had the 4 by 300s for a minute rest. That was pretty tough. I just did that today. It was kind of easy. Really? It wasn't like the worst thing in the world. Did you did you have target time or it was yeah like, target time? Yeah, those I don't know. I struggled to hit those times. Like I hit it the first three times. That last one, I was like, yeah, there's no way I can do it. My target time was so for the three hundred, it was thirty. Oh wait, 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 forty seven, forty eight, and I was hitting like forty fives. Forty fives every time. Every, not every time. Like, I was hitting forty fives and forty sevens. Okay. Oh, so, yeah. Like Overachiever. Great. Yes. What do you got for practice this Saturday? This Saturday. Yes. Um. I try to look at it, but it says to be decided. So mm. I'm hoping it's not the four by three hundreds. Mm. Maybe some two hundreds. I, I can do some two hundreds. Two hundreds. I have two hundreds, so I think you have two hundreds. I like hard workout days. What were your hard workout days in college at Knox? Mm, Tuesdays. Tuesdays. Tuesdays were like our endurance day. So mm -hmm. like that could be from like broken down, broken four fifties, broken three fifties, something like that, and. Tuesdays was definitely the hardest for sure. What do you think it is for us? Like Saturdays and what else? Would it be Tuesdays? Mm. It was Fridays with the 200s. Yeah. And then they moved that to Saturdays. So it's definitely Saturdays and oh, Tuesdays every now and then. Um, every now and then. I'm not going to lie. I love Saturday practices. Like I love like having that Saturday like morning just like filled with a workout. And then you're done for the day. Yeah, that's pretty dope. I love when we had our first Saturday practice outdoor and like the sun was rising. That was, that was horrible. That At was 6 a.m.? I loved it. I, I was, I, that was horrible. I loved it. Oh my goodness. It was getting towards the end and like the sun was just coming up and it was, I don't know, it was like a beautiful scene for me. No, it was absolutely beautiful. And like, I love that we were all super tired, super sleepy. We were all like bonding together, but that was, I was just having a really hard day that day. So that just made it horrible. It was tough though. No, but it's beautiful. I love being up earlier. I love being up late with our team. We're very blessed with an amazing team. We've got awesome people on it. Now we got you on it. Just adds to the mix, you know? Oh, just happy to be here. Just happy to be here. Very <laughs> blessed. And we have amazing coaches. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Is Coach E and Coach Emma very – is it different than your old coaches? Or do you kind of – like, were they kind of similar aspects of training-wise and coaching-wise? Yeah. Uh, my old coach – he was, like, pretty quiet, and that kind of, like, reminds me of Coach E a little bit. They love to crack jokes, so, like, they, so, Coach E crashed a lot of jokes, actually, like, way more than my old coach, but they was both, like, kind of quiet, and, like, they'll pull you to a side and let you know, like, what you're doing and what mm -hmm. you can work on and stuff like that, so it was, it was really similar. Yeah, I'm very blessed with amazing coaches here. Yes. Yes, that's funny. No, Coach E's awesome. He's quiet, but he's not. Like, he's just a unique individual, which we love him. <laughs> Who recruited you? Was it Coach E? Yeah, it was Coach E. Very nice. Were you looking at any other schools besides Nebraska? Oh, uh, it was actually crazy because when I first entered the transfer portal, um, a lot of the D1 schools were still in season mm -hmm. because our season ends, like, weeks before their nationals, D1 nationals. 
And so, like, I really didn't hear that much from D1 schools. It was mostly, like, NAIAs, other D3 schools, D2s. And so my dad reached out to Nebraska. Oh, dang. And it was, like, the very first school. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know what was his reason behind it. But Nebraska was, like, one of the first schools he reached out to. But it's crazy because I didn't hear back from Nebraska to like, towards the end. And so, like, my goal going into the transfer portal was, like, I need to get back down to the south. Like, the Midwest is nice. I love it, but it's way too cold for me. I need to, <laughs> I need to get, back down, get back down to the south. And so I took my visit to Auburn, which that's where my dad lives in Alabama. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, like, that's, this is the one. Like, Auburn's, like, I'm definitely going to Auburn. And then I heard from, like, South Florida, Stanford, that's in Alabama. So it's like I'm getting a lot of schools back down south, which is really good. And then I, and then I took my visit to here, Nebraska, and that's when everything changed. I was like, okay, like this is better than what I thought it was because Coach E called me while I was at Nationals, mm-hmm. and like I'm laying in bed. It's like eight o'clock. I'm laying in bed. I get a phone call, and it's him. And I'm like, I'm getting ready to go to sleep, and like, like half of them, like. In the beginning, he was talking and like everything was like going out one ear because I was so sleepy and like trying to get ready for like the meet tomorrow. But then, you know, he was telling me some things and he was like planning a, um, a visit date. And so I was kind of looking forward to it. But then again, then again, I didn't really know like where Nebraska was located at mm-hmm. at first. But then once I took my visit and got to meet him in person, and stuff like that, it, everything just took like a whole 360 turn. Besides coaching, what stood out to you about Nebraska? Um, the facilities and like just the different resources that they was telling me about. Um, I I forgot who I was talking to. I don't know if it was Mike Neiman or somebody else, but like they sat me down, was telling me about all the, like the things outside of athletics, dealing with academics, and that really played like a big part as well. Mm-hmm. Did you go to a Husker football game when you were on your visit? No. Um, when I took my visit, I guess y'all was out of school. Yeah, y'all was definitely out of school. So like there was like little to none people nobody like, little, yeah it was, it was nobody it was a it was a couple of people on the team that was still here uh mm-hmm. when i had my dinner it was me garrett and i think jacob it was us four. Oh, that sounds like a fun dinner <laughs> yeah it was it was pretty it was pretty fun it was pretty fun that's awesome what do you think of the training table here because i doubt they had stuff like that at d3 did they um we had like a similar buffet style but it was mm-hmm. like the same thing every day kind of and so like here it's like kind of different it's a lot of like it's way more choices like mm. way more choices and that really like the training table here is like really good mm-hmm. like, i know i, I feel like it. we're very blessed no <laughs> yeah. nebraska is like amazing and they give us like the best best food best fuel best protein post-workout what are you getting from the landing or the oasis which is where like our fueling stuff is what's your go-to don't don't say like oranges and fruit snacks i'm gonna be very disappointed it's definitely fruit snacks. It's definitely fruit but, snacks. But mm-hmm. hear me out. Hear me out. I'll probably get, like, some pretzels or, like, some um, the little granola bars. I feel like there's no value in any of that. You're not <laughs> getting, like, a protein shake or something? Uh, I usually get the, uh, what is it, the uh, the vanilla protein. The muscle milks? Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I get one of those. So vanilla muscle milk. I grab three fruit snacks. Three fruit snacks? It's a habit. No wonder there's none out there because you're always <laughs> grabbing them all. Definitely the the, uh, the blue ones, the watches. I grab those all the time. Okay. And then if I'm feeling, I don't know, it depends. Some days I might grab like some granola bars or not, but it's definitely the fruit snacks. Dang. Dang. It's, it's a must have. Man after my own heart. Fruit snacks are great. 
Thank they you. are. Well done. I appreciate that. I'm yeah. glad to know I feel I fuel like a D1 college athlete. <laughs> it's really reassuring. Final break. Wrap things up next. Let's Good. do it. Back to the Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to our final segment on 93.7 The Ticket. This is Speed and Power. I am your host, Megan Walker, and I am joined by Austin on the board, as well as Tyrell Pierce from the Nebraska track team. This is my favorite part of the show. This is the best segment, the last segment. And I'm just going to ask you some questions, and these got to be, like, thought out, like, just quick answers. You got it? Cool. Okay. Got it. (laughs) Eye contact. You locked in? Locked in. Locked in. I love it. Okay. You're given a billboard. You can put anything on this billboard. Everyone in the world gets to see it. What are you putting on it? <laughs> I'm Waffle House open 24-7. That is the worst answer I've ever heard. That like ranks like the lowest of the lowest on like, oh my gosh. What? That was horrible. What? You think so? Really? Yeah. Like some people put like quotes or like something motivational, but that was horrible. Like a Like a big smile on my face. I'm Waffle House open 24-7. That was horrible. Are you going to put, like, your Instagram handle at least? Yeah. Oh, probably, my gosh. I should probably get, like, an NIL deal from, like, Waffle House after that, like, for sure. 100%. Literally. Waffle House, give him We don't NIL have any deal. up here, though, I don't think. Sorry. Which is bad. That is, like, what? Like, how is there not a Waffle House here? That is crazy. Came to the wrong school, I guess. That was your one mistake. <laughs> okay, next question. You can work out with anyone in the world, dead or alive. Who are you working out with? Muhammad Ali. Why? It's Muhammad Ali. Like, there's no way you don't want to work out with Muhammad Ali. Like, especially, like, watching his, like, motivational videos and, like, his quotes and stuff. Like, I would love to work out with Muhammad Ali. 100%. (laughs) That was a good answer. That was way better than your last answer. (laughs) Okay. You, three things in your fridge for the rest of your life. What are they? I feel like I know what two of them are. (laughs) Oranges. Chicken Alfredo. Spaghetti. What a variety you've got. I don't know. I'm such a picky eater. Really? Such a picky eater. Dang, that's crazy. I never would have guessed that. Okay, you're going on an island. You get to bring three things with you. What are you bringing? My phone. Okay. <laughs> uh, God. My phone. Um. My. Wow, this is hard. Clock is ticking, buddy. <laughs> I'm bringing my phone. Your phone with no connection, okay? There's no Wi-Fi on this island. Oh wow, that's crazy. Can I can I take that out? Nope, can sorry, I, you I got your phone. Wow. Okay. Well, dang, I don't waste an item. Come on, um, come on. I'm bringing. I'm bringing food, some type of food, and I'm going to bring a notebook. That you're going to write in with no pencils. Well. I'm hoping, well, the notebook's going to have a pencil for sure. No, so. this is just a notebook. Like, you should have said, like, a notebook with a pencil. That was Gosh, horrible. That you was. did not think that through. Hey, you yeah. got food. I got food, yeah. And, yeah, you got food. And a notebook without no and pencil. And a notebook. <laughs> you can make paper airplanes or something. <laughs> okay, okay, what's your favorite quote? My favorite quote, um, Denzel Washington once said, don't be afraid to dream big, to dream big and don't be afraid to fail. Um, and to make sure that if you're going to have dreams, have a goal because dreams without goals are just dreams and they ultimately feel disappointment. So have goals while you're dreaming. Why didn't you put that on the billboard? Like that would have been good. That would have been very motivating. That would have been a useful use of a billboard. 
I didn't think about that. I was just Waffle House. This is the way to promote my nickname. That's a really like that's a really great quote. Where did you learn that or hear that? Um, so I love watching podcasts. I love watching like interviews, especially from like people that you know, that's just like really open minded. And so like Denzel Washington, I love like hearing him speak because he's like so motivational. And so I was watching this one interview and he he said it, and I was like, wow, that really just stuck out to me, like just like that. That's amazing. Okay, you can do any track event besides running. What are you doing? I want to high jump. I could see that. Did you ever high jump in high school? I did. I did. Actually, it's crazy because, like, I was doing, like, seven foot. But, like, it wasn't, like, something that I really just wanted to do. So it was like, all right, let's just stop high jumping. Let's just focus on the track. So I kind of gave up on high jumping. Dang, quitter. Yeah. No, I really I really did five sits. That was my mm-hmm. PR. Actions over words. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Okay. Mm, I'm trying to think of another good question. Okay. Well, we've been very blessed to have you on the show tonight. Thank and you so I'm much. And I'm very impressed that you came from a D3 school and now are a D1 school. Thanks for having me. Yes. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to tune in next week on Speed and Power on 93.7 The Ticket.